Welcome to the Windy City Benders Podcast, presented by Beer League Talk, with your hosts, Noe, Poetsy, Jerem, and Tanner. I'm back, y'all! I'm back! That's not a a Scottish accent. Great. No, no, it's not. I could do a Scottish accent for the whole show. Oh, please don't. Go back to whatever you were just doing. Go back. Would you... Would you like me? Regret. I, I could do it if you'd like. Immediately regret. Why do you Go encourage this, Nolan? Get him. All right. <laughs> well, All right. okay. Um, I am back. Um, excited to be back. Not really. I wish I was still in the UK. Um, well, fuck you too, bud. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, you guys did a great job with the uh, couple of interviews that I missed. Yeah, we did really well. Who would have thought that you aren't the backbone of this pod? Well, (laughs) ouch. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's been a couple episodes without you. I had to get one in there. Yeah, I know. That's all right. Get it in early so I don't cry throughout the whole thing. Um, Often, Eddie Olchek. Yeah, all you young hockey players out there. (laughs) Uh, Full full squad today. Uh, you got Poets back from the UK. You got Noli. How you doing? Hey. Hey. Uh, got Tanner downtown. What's going on? What's up? How are <laughs> downtown you? Tan man. Yeah, that's downtown. right. Uh, and then we got Jerem. How you doing? I'm good. I'm a little distracted by uh, Justin Timberlake right over uh, Noli's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> He's just. Yeah, we got it. Sick yep. interview lined up. JT's coming on. <laughs> Not Jonathan Tays either. <laughs> I'm very confused by that. There's literally just a, a cutout of like right. pre 2000s Justin Timberlake head above Noli's shoulder right now. It's pretty hilarious. It's not. Uh, it's not in my okay. room. It's it's Angie's. Let's do it. I don't know. Uh, but uh, this is episode 68. Yep. Uh, are we gonna go with uh, the cuckoo here? Or are we gonna make it a, a Yager? You gotta go Yager. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I don't know. You want to stand like up against the Blackhawks, but it's also Yager. Yeah, but he also lost one against the Blackhawks. True, I'll accept that. Yeah, I'll so, accept that. Pretty much, it's even. So okay. it's the Yager. Same, same, uh, same, same. <laughs> but different. But different. Um, but um, bum bum. Um. Yeah, missed you guys. You guys sounded good. Um, I, uh, as as everybody heard, um, I had a great Thursday night last week, and uh, Noli heard all about it. Um, even if I don't quite remember the ending of the evening, um, I literally, I, it all started coming back to me when I started listening to the pod. Actually, it was that that little clip that you put on Instagram. That was when I first heard it. I was like, oh my god. How big of an asshole did I make myself? Um, turns out, turns out it was pretty big. Yep. Yeah. Turns out it was big pretty time. big. Big time. Big time. And I'm still trying to piece it together. I, it was so weird, though, because I felt fine. We were going to a couple different pubs. You um, didn't sound fine. <laughs> well, that's because it was, yeah. Um, we went to a couple different pubs. And, uh, like, I felt fine. We are listening to music. And I uh, we got to this last one. And... I might have had like maybe six or seven beers. Uh, and then I did take one shot of something nasty. I don't know what it was, but it was something nasty. 
Um, I think that might have put me over the edge because I was gone after that. It's actually fish oil. Gross. So gross. <laughs> Probably why it was I threw up. Uh, no, I didn't. That's a lie. Um, but no, uh, Scotland was incredible. Highly recommend to anybody who uh, who wants to end up going. Uh, and I got I got a cool little hat out of it too. So there you go. Um, but yeah, happy to be back. Um, start out with a little bit of hack stock here. Eh? <laughs> there you are. There we go. Uh, there it is. Um, let's start out with uh, with Kirby Doc. Uh, already impressing us. You mean Kirby Doc? Starts. Ever heard of him? God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! Uh, already hack uh, stock with Kirby Doc. Oh my God. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> I hate it. it so much. That's like Foley at Old Chuck kind of stuff. No. Oh my God. How I often don't... are they going to be saying Doc like that? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, okay. when well, Foley does it, it'll be it'll be funny. Fuck yeah, you. I mean, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Ray. All right, let's get sorry, back on track. Right. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kirby Doc. Yeah. yeah. Kirby Doc uh, representing Team Canada. Uh, he's been crushing it. Absolutely. What the fuck was that? <laughs> my window open. Oh. <laughs> I thought I was hearing spirits. I thought I was gone. I thought I was a goner. I thought something oh, like, chased Lake me Shore Drive is like right by my window. And I like, had my windows open. I didn't expect the motorcycle to just go fucking firing down the Lakeshore Drive just now. Oh, my God. That scared the crap out of me. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll close it. Jerem, why don't you take over while my heart rate calms down? What's Kirby Doc doing right now? So he uh, he's playing in the World Junior Summer Showcase. It up Is it in Canada, I believe? Um, he's just fucking looking like a beast out there. Here's a clip. I didn't fucking forgot to post it on social, but he's going end to end. It ended up being an offsides play, but he's just fucking walking guys through the neutral zone. Um, he's got a couple nice genomes nipping, um, a couple nice little fucking passes too. I think he had a nice little behind the back pass for a goal. Um, he is just, I was so upset when we drafted him because everything was built up towards Turcotte and Byram. I am so glad that I've actually watched him now. Holy, we're, I'm fucking pumped for this kid to be playing. Yeah. I just get so excited and like hopefully he keeps this up and then just like shows up beginning of this and then kind of just plots right in. There's a perfect spot for him on the third line. You know, not a lot of like pressure or anything to perform, but if he can do something like right away, that'd be sick. It, yeah, I mean, it would be kind of it would kind of stink to get a year out of his entry level like out right away like this year, even though he can go back to junior. But if he's gonna be like this in the NHL, I'd love for him to slot in that third line center role and just sit under Taves and just see what Taves does I... and and Strom too. Because I mean, honestly, yeah. I think all three of those players could be exactly the same. And they could all just be top uh, two-way centermen in the league. Like, all three of them. I truly think Doc is – I think the plan is the Hots mentality. They're going to be like, okay, nine games, go back down kind of thing. I think they're going to force his – they're going to force him to keep him on the club, I think. 
You mean he's going to force them? Yeah, to he's going to keep the them to keep yeah. him on the club. Oh, like okay. every game. Yeah. He's going to start the season with 27 goals in nine games. Yeah. <laughs> and it's actually going to be 54 points because he's going to get three assists a night, too. And we're going to win every game 6 to nothing because we have a problem later at certain one and two. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I really think he's going to slot in that three three center role. And I think he's going to be awesome. Getting probably like, what, 12, 12 to 14 minutes a night, too. Yeah. Depending if he gets second power play unit time or any PK time. I mean, One, if anybody goes down with an injury, too, he might be able to yeah, yeah. pop up. Absolutely. It's exciting, too, because I did see – I really haven't been following it too too closely, the uh, that tournament going on right now. But I did see a tweet. I think uh, Lazarus or somebody like that uh, retweeted it saying that uh, Kirby Doc was uh, – of all of the prospects that were uh, on Team Canada, Kirby Doc was the one that seemed – the most NHL ready. Yeah. Which is really exciting to see. Cause I mean, they, they have promoted not just him, but getting the number three pick overall so hard, mm-hmm. so hard. They've pumped that up so hard. So this is really kind of like from the Blackhawks perspective, they've got to be sitting there going, Oh my God, this kid better fucking be something or else, you know, this is all for nothing. We, you know, dedicated an entire, you know, YouTube series to this thing. So, yeah, you don't uh, have him to end up like Strom did in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, totally worthless, right? I think right now the one thing that I saw um, just seeing him up close at the the CPHL is he definitely looks his age. I mean, he needs to get bigger, and that might be – like I know like the new NHL, it's like smaller, but he still – he needs to get that muscle mass kind of situation going. Like, But, I mean, other than that, I think he is going to be fucking – He's already a big dude, though. Like, like, just he's what six three. Yeah, something. no, yeah, like, like he's, he's no nine. six four. Yeah, yeah, six four. Yeah, like he. I didn't realize how big of a dude he is. Like, he's got a nice long reach. We've talked about it last podcast about like his back checking abilities. Yeah, like, stick lifting. Like, he's gonna be good. He gets yeah. He gets that built. He's gonna be a fucking threat out there, and it's gonna oh, fucking. Let's Could you go. imagine if he got some uh, some tutelage from Marian Hosa? With just the the arm reach and and the defensive like back checking plays, yeah. Once uh, that would be incredible. His contract's up in Arizona. Yeah. Mm. Jerem, uh, how has the CPHL been going? You've seen a couple of the different black guys, black hawk guys coming out there. Yeah, it's I been. There, I don't know if there's any black guys. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's been so. Taves really he showed up for a half of a game. That was about it. I mean he, what? Yeah, he showed up for the first half of a game and he left. Um Debrinkit was there last night. He put up a hat trick, I think. Fucking just making like what's up the thing that I noticed that was most impressive about Debrinkit, there's guys out there that are going hundred percent, you know, making these sick plays, you know, really Debrinkit's doing better than them, and he's going fifty percent up there. <laughs> like his talent, like is so ridiculous that this kid is like it's almost worried it's like fuck what are we gonna pay this kid like yeah. he i there's really no like no ceiling for him right now i think at this point like he there's especially when he gets video, out there with strom oh my yeah. god there was one video on instagram where he fed uh, kendall coin back door and he literally it was a slow-mo video and um it literally like it didn't even clip the back of the the defenseman's skate but it was maybe like a hair's length away. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, he is just a fucking beast out there. Um you know, and he's then, known for that passing too, so that's what's 
pretty sick. He <laughs> actually so there was like a home run like alley oop type pass to him for a breakaway. It was too far. Yeah, he fucking dove for it. And I'm like, no, stay on your feet. Don't get fucking hurt. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I want to no. go viral. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go viral. But, oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, and Kendall. <laughs> Kendall's killing it, too. I know she's not she's not a hawk, but, you know, friend of the show, she's fucking absolutely killing it out there this year. She can fucking fly. Yeah. Good for her. <laughs> Is she just playing in the in the guys league, or is she also playing in that girls league before? No, the girls league. It's it's essentially a girls league. It's like um, freshman, sophomore, college, and younger. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like a development league for the for the women's. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. And uh, Bryland, how was the convention? Oh, it was a good time. Um, it's definitely thinning out, uh, like this year and last year, like the amount of stuff there and the amount of people. Um, which is kind of cool having less people there because you can do a lot more, I guess. Um, Slightly concerning as well. Yeah, but like, I mean, you could tell that they were like attendance wasn't doing well because they were still sending out like get your hotel package or like passes are still available, and it's like it used to sell out literally in ten minutes as soon as they were available. So yeah, definitely going down. Um, so I mean, and we were talking to one of the vendors there that sell like memorabilia and stuff, and he's like they're like begging me to stay because everybody else left because they're making it so expensive for us. So, I mean, they're keep upcharging the vendors and stuff like that, but they keep getting less people in. So, I mean, that sucks for them, but, um, it was a good time. Um, got a couple autographs. My dad got doc on a puck. Um, nice. He, he got him to write third overall pick. So that's pretty dope. (laughs) Um, got Versteeg on a couple things. Uh, Chelios, Seabrook. Um, did you have to follow your dad? in any of these autographs. No, writings. my dad did not get, um, Oh, we got, uh, Doug Gilmore too. Uh, I went before my dad on that one, but they're all for him <laughs> anyway. So I should have done something to mess him up. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, we went in, uh, so there's a couple funny stories. I sat in on two panels. Um, one of them was just Kane and, uh, Bob Verdi, right? Ver- yeah. Verdi. Yeah. Yeah. Verdi. yeah. He, um, it was really funny cause they kept messing up the, uh, they're supposed to do like videos of Kane's like top favorite goals that he scored of all time. And they kept messing it up. And Bob was just like, so video or, and then somebody asked like Kane, like if he wasn't being an NHL player, what would he be doing? He was like, probably like a video technician or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Bob was like, well, I think there's an opening coming up soon. So, um, so no, it was really funny. Tough tough look for the video guy. I know it, they, they, they ended up figuring it out and getting him going. So like, it was really cool watching some of his goals, obviously like, like the one against the Canadians where he just walked around somebody and Patrick, he tripped him up and he just flew through the air and just top cheese far side. Um, but, um, it was funny. So they're coming out this year at the, uh, that practice scrimmage they're doing, uh, 10 year anniversary cane bobblehead from the 2010 team, like him celebrating. And then yeah. they're doing uh, a couple random bobbleheads to go with it, like a Seabrook like and Keith. Hands, like, in the air, right? Yeah, like, with, like when he was celebrating, yeah. He looks um, like he's like, from like where the wild things are. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but no, they announced it Friday night that they were doing that. And then uh, they're doing a Keith, um, Taves, Seabrook, and I think a Hosa throughout the rest of the season. And he said 
when Sharp found out, he was so pissed. He's like, I'm leaving the convention. I had 11 fucking goals that playoffs. They're not going to give me a fucking bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> so that was hilarious. It was just like him like ripping on Sharp and making Sharp look like this big like cocky asshole. So it was pretty hilarious. funny. He's um, They showed the 2010 goal, obviously, after that. And uh, he was like, yeah, we're celebrating. I'm trying to convince everybody. He's like, I really don't know why I celebrated that way. Um, I was just really trying to sell it. And then, you know, we figured out the puck went in and like we started celebrating again. And then Sharpie looks over at me, goes, you know, I was like open, like right in the slot though. Right. And he's like, <laughs> sharp. We just won the fucking cup. He's like, yeah, but like you could have passed it. <laughs> Wait, I thought Kaner knew. I thought he knew it went in. Yeah, no, he knew, but he was trying to sell it. And then once everybody else oh, found out, like okay. for sure. Yeah. I thought he was trying but, to say uh, that he wasn't hundred percent sure. So he was just going to no. sell it anyway. But uh funny story too. He said that uh, after that he had uh, he had a nightmare like a week later that he celebrated like that and the puck didn't it wasn't in the net and he had to go back and <laughs> go back and do a face off. Um, so yeah, that panel was really funny. Um, There's another funny story out of that one. I forget what it was. Oh, did you guys hear about the uh, how Kaner got hit so good at his backhand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I saw that uh, that Instagram video. Go over it anyway, though. So when he was a kid, he broke his wrist. And uh, he had to wear a cast, and his dad made him play with the cast on, so he couldn't shoot very well off his forehand. So he kept just practicing his backhand, and it got really well, um, or it got really good. Well, <laughs> um, it started to get really good, and uh, he went to the uh, he went to the doctor, and the doctor's like took the cast off, and he's like, okay, like it's gonna be another like three weeks though you gotta let it heal. And the, his dad goes, give me the cast back. And he put it back in for another <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there was a lot of funny stories on that one. Um, it's always cool just hearing these guys sit around cause they're like, now that they've been doing it for so long, they all just get so relaxed and they just start joking around and like, they know the city loves them. The fans love them. So they just like show that, um, Stroman to bring it. We're together on a panel and they are hilarious. My dad kept saying that they're the next burrish and sharp tandem okay. because oh all they God. do is yes. just rip into each other. Like they're best friends. They've been best friends for a long time. Like they are just ripping into each other. It's hilarious. Um, Did the you... other one I sat in on was the 2010 panel. It had uh Boland, Bickle, sharp, burrish and Versteeg. And um, that one was awesome. Cause they just talked about the 2010 year, obviously. Uh, hilarious though like those guys just got it's funny because they even set it up there like they just get back together and it, it's just like that year all over again like they just start oh. you know pick up right where they were at like with, with each other um, Boland you know friend of the show told friend a story did you going did you before about, you, about when he was in Wrigleyville I don't know I mean if you were listening to the pod early you would heard it here first <laughs> I mean it's really it's whatever it really is like, like not a big deal I right may now. have heard him slide in there yeah when you say you better podcast told it already um, so did you tell him you out. loved him again what did you tell him you loved him again no I wish <laughs> um, I bum rushed the stage I love you you should have done what your dad did. Uh, your dad did yeah. two years ago with Sharpie when he was up on the stage. Oh yeah, they were like, uh, "What are your What are your goals for this year, Sharpie?" And all the way in the back of the room, Noli's dad was just like, "Score twenty goals!" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I wish." <laughs> um. Oh, so no, but like something that came out, Sharp was saying um, that. When, he didn't uh, sleep with Keith's wife. No. Mm-hmm. Um, 
No, that so hey, thanks. game game six. Um game six of the twenty ten final. Uh they scored Philly scores that goal late. Hart it goes off Hart Hartnell's shin guard, and then it goes off a host of shin guard and goes into the back of that. You guys remember that one? Yeah. yeah. That tied it up three to three. Um he was like at first we were like it goes off host of shin guard, like this guy's a fucking jinx. Like this guy's the worst guy, like jinx of all time. Like we need to get him off the fucking team. Um <laughs> So that was hilarious. But he was saying, um, so it goes off Hartnell. Hartnell takes a hit. He goes down. Another Flyers guy goes down, falls into Taze's knee. Taze actually tore his MCL on that play. And Quinville didn't want anybody to know about it because obviously they just tied the game late. They weren't sure if there was going to be a game seven. So they got Taze off the ice really quick. He didn't finish out the third. Um, They brought him straight down to the tunnel. And then when overtime started, he like I said, Quinville didn't want the Flyers to know that he was hurt. He had Taze take the opening draw, even though he could barely stand on his leg. Um, he took the draw, stayed out for about ten seconds, and then got off the ice and never was back out there for overtime. Mm. Oh shit! So yeah, That's crazy. Like, and after almost ten years now, nobody knew about that. And like, I went back and watched the play. You can see him like somebody go down on him, and he's laying on the ice holding his knee. So I mean, it's pretty crazy that like that never came out well you know what good for him though too to not just like sit on the ground and be like um ow 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 yeah but actually get up and go to the bench and make sure nobody really even knew yeah um so yeah it was crazy and it's it's funny too hearing like things about like quinville like doing that kind of stuff like i I, like it's like he was our top center that year i mean he's like i I can't let them know that we're hurt right now and he's hurt right now like yeah, exactly. And he's like, if especially if we go game seven, like, like Sharp said, like he he probably wouldn't have played game seven. I call bullshit. He's 100% oh yeah, one hundred percent, absolutely, hundred percent. But still, like, if they knew, they would have just gone after him right after that knee. So I mean, that's that's crazy how like quick thinking Quinville is. You know, that's just a, being a veteran, even though that was his first cup that year. You know, he looks pretty good um, uh, celebrating with that cup though at the end. Yeah, I mean, he only had one MCL to lift the cup, so. That's why he gave it to Hosen so quick. He was yeah. like, hey, yeah. man, I can't hold Where's the coach. I got to get it up. <laughs> I had to lift up the Smythe and the Stanley Cup? Come on. <laughs> He's going to get it twice more. That's why he was fine with giving yeah. it away. That's, that's really uh, why he moonwalked in 2013, because he's like, huh, I can do it this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, something else, though. It was so funny because they kept talking about how much Quinville ripped into Verstig always. He's like, no matter how bad we were playing, the only guy that got ripped on was Versteeg. And they were talking about a game in the playoffs and Burrish started busting out laughing. He's like, I remember I was sitting down and Versteeg sits down after the somebody scored and Quinville just rips into him. Versteeg, what the fuck are you doing? You're fucking sticking to this bench. You do not get off this fucking bench again. And Versteeg's like <laughs> You know, I like to think, you know, I was just taking it for the team. But, uh, yeah, now you guys talk about it. Maybe he just hated me. <laughs> so, so it was hilarious. They just kept talking about how much he was ripping to Versteeg. So it's funny how they they got him back in 2015 and they ended up winning another cup with him. Another cup, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was a good time. A lot of fun. It's pretty funny. It's going to be so, cool, too, because didn't they announce that they're doing, like, a year celebration of that 2010 cup? Yeah. Yeah, they came out with that cool video of the uh, 2010 goal. Um, yeah, so I guess it's a whole year throughout this whole season. Like I said, they're giving out those bobbleheads, and then I'm pretty stoked for the convention next year. Oh yeah, uh, to see what else they have out there for. Yeah, for that it should be a good time. Cool, cool stuff. 
Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, what else was there for Hawks talk? I feel like um, do oh, we... per... Perlini? Perlini, right? Yeah. Still not signed? Yeah, Perlini's still not signed yet. Um, he was at honestly, the convention, though. Yeah. yeah, so I mean. He doesn't have his rights. It's not like he's just a. Yeah, but usually if they're RFAs, they don't show up to the convention because they're working on contracts or something like that. Yeah, and I feel like they probably would have been like, listen, you know, if he's not going to get re-signed, they probably would have been like, listen, probably best for you not to come to the convention. It's not looking like we're going to sign you, you know? Yeah. So. Um, Want it to happen sooner than later, you know? Yeah. Well, I, it kind of makes me think, though, maybe they have one more move in the books. I'm trying to figure maybe. out what's going on. What are they moving? I don't know. Maybe. Perlini, maybe? I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but Kevin Shattenkirk just became available. So True. Should we move on to NHL talk then? Yeah. Do we want to wait before? Do we want to talk about the top 20? Oh, that's oh right. yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Let's talk about that because that's right. bullshit. NHL.com is coming out with their list of top 20 players by position. Um, What is it? It's later this week, I believe. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, so on the fourth, they start with the top 20 centers, and then a week later, the defensemen, then the wings, then the goalies, and they do top 50 players. Um, and ahead of the top 20 centers, they release the five guys that just missed the cut. And uh, Jonathan Taves apparently is going to be the 21st of, <laughs> of that list, which is fucking crazy. Bonkers, because he just had the best year of his career. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm interested to see what that list looks like to see who should drop out to have him there or if it actually looks like that they should all be up there. Every year we watch that stupid list. We watch those stupid shows and every year we're like, oh, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> they, they, they shouldn't be on there. Like every year it happens. I don't think I sound like your grandpa done. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That re- that was a lot of dead, wasn't it? Yeah. All right, yeah. that's just fucking uh, Andrew. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's wait, something to wait. talk about. It's Sorry. something to talk about, especially in the summer when there's nothing, literally nothing going on. So I mean, it's fun and it's yeah. I don't know. Especially we're probably biased, especially with Taze. But here's but this is what pisses me off. I'm like looking at his his stats right now for his entire career. Yeah, he went through that dr- that couple years where he was just it wasn't like the taze we know but he's never he's only had fewer than 50 points one time in his career and that was because it was a lockout shortened season he has had 20 goals or more every single season of his career he's hit 30 goals three times like he is one it probably hands down one of the best two-way centers in the league he has got all those leaderships like and I hate – I know people are like, oh, you can't, like, count that stuff. But he is one of the best captains, like, leaderships in the locker room. And Hell, yeah, you can count that. Like, even Quinville came out. There was, like, a quote. I don't know if it was this past week or – but he said that Jonathan Taves is hands down the best captain that he has ever been around. And that's saying a lot because Quinville has been around uh, Sackick. Joe Sackick, uh, who was in St. Louis. Um McGinnis Pronger, like that's like I don't understand why. Like, what does he have to do to like make the, be like a lock in the top twenty? I mean, to be fair, he's in the top one hundred players of all time, and he's been in the top twenty centermen <laughs> pretty much every year. And he's 
one of the Selkie finalists often. I know he wasn't last year, but right. he's been a Selkie finalist a couple times. Just so I mean, it's not like he's not getting recognized. It's I know just, it's just it just blows right. my mind that there's still even a debate that he's not like one of the best. Like you still see people just talking about how he's garbage. I mean, like I said, let's wait till the actual list comes out and we'll see who's yeah. on it. And like, I, then well, you can really get upset about it. <laughs> well, who are the other? Who are the other four? Tanner and. It's just like Taves was 14th out of the centers for points, which is insane because he was almost a point per game. So that's that's, I mean, that's, that's nuts. A lot of good centers, but he's top five in fucking face-off percentage. Yeah, and that's he's always at the that's top. that's yeah. every year. Yeah, exactly. He's he's top ten in fucking time on ice. He's fucking always on the fucking ice. Like he's top he's top fifteen like shifts per game like he's just always out there like i don't understand like how the fuck who else is just like does everything for their team like i just yeah this list has got to be fucking like the greatest bergeron he yeah bergeron him and kopitar like the guys that you look at that are able to put up points and play defensively very well and like the guys that literally first line centers First line power play, first line penalty kill. Like that's like the type of player he is. And how is that not a top twenty fucking player? And take the whole oh he shouldn't be getting paid ten point five million. That's what the issue is. No, shove that up your ass too, because you know what? These players are gonna get it, gonna take the money that they're gonna get offered, you know? Like yeah. I mean <sighs> Kopitar's getting the same amount and Yeah. Yeah. Two cups and no gold. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> guaranteed, he'll never win a gold medal. That's pretty. That's a good guarantee. <laughs> Tanner, who are the other four in that list? The other four uh, were Sean Couturier, Dylan Larkin, Matt Duchesne, and Matthew Barzell. Um, so Couturier turning into one of those he's filled Taves Bergeron like type of players. Oh so, yeah. I mean, yeah. Eventually, he's got to be on that list. One of these yeah. days, he will be. Especially when Philly actually starts playing better hockey, he'll get more exposure. Like he'll definitely make that list. Um, Duchesne, I'm fine with. I don't know what yeah. like Duchesne's a nasty player. Like he has a lot of skill, but like overall, I I just don't get it with him. I guess yeah. I don't know. Like I don't know. I feel there's a little. He should be he should be doing better in the league than he is. I feel like. yeah. I got um, a feeling where like he just kind of has games where he like takes over and blows up, and then there's times where he's just like non-existent. Yeah, he's yeah. not very consistent. With, like you just said, like but like a guys like Taze who is very consistent as we've gone over the numbers. Um, Barzell off year, no Tavares. Who would have thought that would have happened? Um, <laughs> not bad though. Not a bad season. Larkin, no. Larkin, I think just got hurt with the fact that he Detroit is just in a state of like what the hell are they like what's going on right now you know that rebuild i think Mm -hmm, once stevie y gets in there and really like starts putting his stamp on that team he'll definitely be in that that talk for that conversation yeah i mean those are young guys so yeah yeah they have plenty of time pretty much all of them are relatively young other than johnny taze yeah and that list yeah duchene's like 28 yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Shane's the oldest after Taze. He just looks like a baby. Yeah. Um, last last Hawks talk thing. We can just year and a on it. Um 
EA's NHL pretty much just confirmed the new collar for the Blackhawks. Um, I think we're all nay on it. So yeah. We can move on. <laughs> yeah. So there's that, and that's pretty much it for hot stock. What if they just went collarless? <laughs> like it's just it's just a receding collar line. <laughs> it just goes back with Patrick Kane's hair. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was, I was gonna say Kevin Shattenkirk and flowing into the next topic. But sure. <laughs> yes, hilarious. Um, Best hair in the game. Oof. Yes. So yeah. What, NHL talk. <laughs> NHL talks. Um, and we're so back. There are a lot of RFAs and UFAs, uh, but mostly RFAs, uh, big name RFAs that have not yet been signed. Um, Jake Gardner's one of them. He's an uh, UFA. He's a UFA, bud. Is he actually a UFA now? Yeah. Yep, he, uh, oh, sorry, I was looking at the wrong list then. Um, Miko Rotman, Kyle Connor, Patrick Line, Mitch Marner. Yep. Um, Someone's been Brandon, doing their study. Braden Point. Matthew Kachuk. Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, Matthew Kachuk. Still a lot not signed yet, and it's starting to get down to training camp time pretty much. Um, what, uh, what? What's the what's the holdup? Is it one of those things it's where – salary cap. Well, I, I was going to say, is it one of those things where one GM is waiting for the one contract to you know, kind of come out for one of those players and everybody else is going to fall? Or – I would say no because um, Sebastian Ajo already got signed and he got signed for a cheap deal. I mean, if you're comparing guys, I mean, look at him to Mitch Marner. I feel like they're pretty comparable players. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's literally – I feel like it's just this young group of guys that are all this age that are just trying to get as much money as they can, which, hey, good for them for doing that. But there's just hard salary cap and there's guys in the league that earned what they're paying. But it's it's in a weird transition to where it's like – you're learning how to deal with the salary cap where you can't play, you can't pay players for what they've done. You have to pay for their future. Yeah. Yeah. And they're kind of stuck in that limbo. Like guys like Seabrook and Keith that have gotten paid because they've won cups and Taze and Kane. But then you got guys like Debrinket and Strom that are going to be coming up just as Hawks as an example, who are going to want to get paid for those years because you're going to be paying for UFA years where they can go out and get what Matt Duchesne just got. Yeah. So I mean, it's and hard. the salary salary cap is only going to go up from here on out, especially especially with Seattle coming in expansion team. It's only going to yeah, keep going I mean, up. What's but gonna... you look at it; it didn't go up nearly as much as they thought it was going to. So I mean, that's that's kind of scary at the same I, part. Something weird happened though, because it was supposed to come out a week before it did, and nobody knew what the hell was going on. Nobody had any idea. It came out after the draft. Has that ever happened before? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think I, it, I it usually happens how. either the weekend before or the weekend after the draft. It's always in that like, like two. It's always in that two week time period. I feel like it's never after the draft though, because GMs need to know what the hell they their plan is going into the draft, especially with trades. You know, it it has to come out before the draft. So something weird happened this year. I'm interested to see if there's any stories about that. Yeah. I mean, um, it also goes down, like, I know we can say this for another day because it's not coming up recently, but it's like something's got it in this net CB, CB gay uh, negotiation. What? CB gay? CBA. And I was like, CBA. Yeah, CBA agreement. Like, I think that. 
they're going to have to really take a hard look at this hard salary cap. I think that if, personally, I think they should adapt something kind of like baseball. Is it baseball that does like they have the set salary cap? And if you go over the threshold, there's like a luxury tax. Yeah. Yeah. But baseball, it's based on team income. That's true. So, you know, the Yankees are powerhouses every year because they're making the most money. You know, Florida Panthers are going to be screwed no matter who their coach is. Yeah, if that happens. yeah you're right. All right. See, yeah. that's why I'm an idiot. And that's why I don't, I'm not in that's the negotiation room. I've heard those complaints about though too, because it's like as a team, you're getting better and you're growing your players like that you develop on your own and like you're drafting these guys or you're signing these guys and you're developing them. And then because of the hard cap, you no longer can hold on to those players because they're not technically like your core guys just yet. But because you have typically you'll have your core set if you're like good enough and you're losing these players, which is like shit that's happening to like fucking the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like, what happened to like the Blackhawks? It's like you can't hold on to these players that you have been putting time into and like have grown through your development team, and then all of a sudden you just lose them because you can't afford them anymore, and it's not your fault that your team's fucking good. You're <laughs> essentially getting punished for trying to build your team through the draft instead. Yeah, you're. Yeah, like you said, you're getting punished for doing your job well and drafting and having good prospects and. Bring- yeah so yeah um, i don't know something's gotta give though i feel like either that has to go up or i don't know if you guys talked about it but like the uh like there has to be like a, a luxury tax or something yeah that's what we were saying yeah we 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 touched on that the only issue is with the luxury tax uh, or with the way that baseball does their their salary uh, cap, it's <clears throat> it's based on team, oh god, uh, it, it's based on overall team salary, which kind of sucks for you know teams like Florida who have a, a relatively decent team. They've got a really good coach, um, you know, um, they've got a really relatively good coach at the helm, um, but nobody's going to see the games anyway. So what's the point? You know, if they, if they take the idea and kind of refinish it, I don't know. I don't know. Let's, that's like only part of the issue that they're going to have. Yeah, I know. The CBA. <laughs> who, who do you guys yeah. think is going to be the first, first one to sign? And are, are we going to have like a, almost every team with a Michael or a Willie Nylander situation? Uh, I think the one that's most likely to sign is going to be Marner. I think the one that's most likely to sign is going to be Miko Rotman. I was just going to say Miko Rotman. Yeah, the team has the or, most money. Or Kyle Winnipeg. I don't think I don't think Line goes back to Winnipeg. I think they're done with him. Really? Uh, yeah, it's it sounded like he was pretty problematic. Uh, yeah, but I feel like you'd want. I mean, I guess they would get compensation from whoever would sign him. Uh. I feel, I feel like, yeah, I feel like for Line A, it's more he's expecting to get a certain amount of money, but the uh, but the Jets don't have the space for him. And, I mean, after the year he had last year, how can you? Yeah. Man, he got snake bit so fucking hard. He had, what, 17 in a month and out of his, like, 30? Yeah. 
I mean, we've talked. He was sitting in like the mid twenties for like a while. Yeah. yeah. That's that's <laughs> rough. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a really weird situation. I don't think I've really ever seen anything like this, where there's so many relatively big name players left unsigned so late. That's because they're not the used to having so many young big name players. Like yeah, this no. is one of the first times in forever that this is an issue. <laughs> yeah. Where the the league's at. I mean, these young stars that come in are just lighting it up, and they're running the whole league. Yeah, they're able to come in and produce right away, and it's fucking crazy when guys are putting up pretty much over a point per game in fucking first, second season, and they're not a number one overall draft pick. <laughs> Kirby <Yeah. Doc. laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> God bless Kirby you. Kirby Doc. <laughs> yeah. Man, if, nice. fucking, if he puts up a point per game, jeez. Yeah. Stanley Cup, here we come. <laughs> Um, kind of, uh, kind of out there, but I read this today. Um, did you guys see what happened to Oliver Ekman Larson? No, no. He was attacked by his family's dog, a German shepherd, ripped his hand to pieces, had to get a bunch of stitches in his hand. They ended up putting the dog down because duh. Um, but yeah, got attacked by the family German shepherd and uh, tore his hand apart. So the coyotes are off to a real, real hot start this year. After they had the season of injuries already, like, this one starts before the season gets, gets going. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, speaking of Arizona, you guys see the the new owner or part or whatever it is. However, it's broken down now. He's the majority owner or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I was I was confused on that because uh, our Arizona insider, Sam. How are you, Sam? Uh, I thought he said that that was already announced. Yeah, so like they made it like official, official, um, yesterday I believe. But like the quotes that he's coming out with, like they're pretty. They're like he sounds awesome for the job. Like especially in Arizona, he's just talking about how he wants to win, he wants to have fun, and he wants to bring the cup to Arizona. The team is doing pretty fucking well. I mean, they're on their yeah. way to make all the rumors of him buying the team and moving them. I think what the quotes he's been coming out with are pretty much proven that he's he's not moving that team that's good okay what's the what's the over under and when they actually move five years <laughs> <laughs> what was that what was that when is kessel's contract up oh yeah years <laughs> yeah there you go there you go oh. uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was loud. I don't know what happened there. Um, um, go. The last thing I have on NHL talk for us is that there was a quote from Ovechkin to a source in Russia. Um, it's kind of an interesting quote. He said, I still have two more years on my contract. Let's see if I will play and continue my career. It all depends on my health. I don't want to be broken. I want to run with my children. How much of a dick kick is that if he is done in two years? Here's a real over-under. What are the chances that he plays in Russia instead? I was going to say he's probably going to the K. Oh, 100% he's going to play. Two years, though? I don't know. I don't see it happening. I think it's more of like if anything drastic were to happen because he seems like he's in really good shape and like he doesn't have any – 
nagging injuries. You know, like he's typically playing like every fucking game. There. He's and like I mean, I could have seen him playing fucking for years beyond now, not just two, but like at least like four or five. But I don't know. Maybe there's something going on that we don't know that maybe he's dealing with, and then I could see him also. Yeah, I, I feel like he's gonna play in the K no matter what. Oh at some yeah. Point. I mean, maybe, he's 33 he years old. Sorry. No, go ahead. He's 33 years old. That's basically what I was looking at. Yeah, I can see him playing until he's at least like 38, 39, 40. I was going to say, maybe him just winning his cup finally. It's just kind of like whatever to him or he's ready to just go back to Russia and live out his life or something. Yeah, I mean, he's basically won everything now. Uh, now that he's gotten the cup. Let me let me ask this. If he joined that uh, Olympic teams of uh, or at <laughs> Russia and won a gold medal. If, if he... Say he does leave in two years, is that pretty much set in stone that no one is ever going to even come close to catching Gretzky? No, Debrinsky's going to do it. <laughs> um, I don't know. The goal scoring's been going up, and players are getting way more skilled, and they're making goal equipment smaller. Somebody will do it. Uh, also, Connor McDavid's putting 45 goals in a year if he stays healthy. I mean, Patrick Liney, if he doesn't put himself into a mental pretzel, he could <laughs> fucking he could be a goal scorer. Um, also, I was looking, uh, Backstrom's up after this year. Yeah, so is Holpe. Yeah, Jeez. And after what Vasilevsky just got, Holpe's gonna want to get. Holpe's gonna paid. get paid. Yeah, is he though? He's only gonna be like 27, yeah. 28. Yeah, but also Vasilevsky, yikes, not giving him that much money with that team that you already have because mm-hmm. I would rather sign Braden Point and throw Louis Domingue in because what is what has Vasilevsky done? Why I did I think Holpe was like in what his thirties already? Playoff, many playoff games. Uh, he lost the Stanley Cup. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I mean, Bishop lost the Stanley Cup. No, Bishop got hurt. He still played, though. Yeah, so they both played. They both <laughs> lost it. Well. Yeah, but back that's then, how that works. That Vasilevsky and, and backup? Huh? What? Did you know Vasilevsky is a backup back then? I don't know what you're talking about. All right, so we're going to be talking about something else now. <laughs> All right, any more any more NHL talk, boys? I mean, we just, we just like, casually grazed over the Shattenkirk buyout, and I don't know if anybody had any comment for it. <laughs> He just like, mentioned it twice and was like, okay, we're moving on now. Yeah. I legitimately think that that's a good fit for the Blackhawks. I mean, I, it, he won't be too much money now that he's been bought out. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think if, if you give him like a, a quick little one-year, maybe a two-year deal, I don't see it being too big of an issue. Who, who, I don't, who do you take out then? Yeah, I don't want it. Do you, I don't know. Slater Cuckoo? Well, I was going to say, do you um, – do you buy low on Shattenkirk and then make Gustafson available at some point during the season when he, and maybe sell high on him? If you do like a two-year deal for Shattenkirk and put him on the first power play line? Maybe. And then that yeah. becomes maybe another Brad Richards situation where he gets bought out and then fucking signs a, a little deal with the Hawks and we win a cup again? Bam! <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Yeah, that's not a bad – actually, that I hadn't thought about that. That wouldn't be a bad move. But also, I don't – with what the Hawks have – 
and hoping that Boquist actually makes the team, I don't know if I would want it. Yeah. But I, I, I don't think that he's going to be around for very long. How old is he? Shanker? He's only like 30, right? That hairline says 60. <laughs> Um, let's see. Shattenkirk is 30 years old. Man, I'm so good. does that, but he goes back to St. Louis. Yeah, I could see him going back to St. Louis. I, I like I said before when we were talking about it before recording, I was like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt if like New Jersey tossed their hat in because they've just been making splashes all over the place. Yeah, that'd be unreal if you, if New Jersey ended up with him with after all everything that they've gotten. Yeah. But. That's yeah. I feel like New Jersey is going to be they're either going to be fucking just absolutely ridiculous or just completely dog shit. I don't think there's going to be a middle ground for them. Yeah. I think so too cuz they made so many moves. It's like all these moves are work out like Columbus did or they're not going to work out like right when Columbus made all the moves right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No in between. It's either going to be dog shit or they're going to make a run into the playoffs. Kind of depends on how their goaltending is too, because uh, Schneider and uh, Mackenzie Blackwood. Yeah, yeah, not the not the greatest duo. Not what you really. Yeah, I want. think I think they're going to be middle of the pack. I don't know about you guys. I don't think they're either or. I think they're middle of the pack for sure. <laughs> the health of Taylor Hall is certainly going to be a, a big make or break thing for them, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like they, they probably shut him down at some point during the season, like when he was hurt. Mm. Like we're not going to be doing anything. No point in like risking anything. Just shut it down. What would you guys? No, this is not a Crawford hate, like hating Crawford statement. This is a legitimate uh, movie. If Robin Liner is doing fucking great, like he was last year for us, maybe New Jersey's a team that we could possibly flip Crawford to to pick up, you know, something so we don't lose him in Crawford. Free, Crawford for Hughes. <laughs> I I would uh, do it. <laughs> Crawford for Kyle Palmieri. I would do that. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Fucking second line. Yeah. Fuck, man. I just need I need real hockey talk again. Like I'm. That's a that's a <laughs> small second line with Paul Mary to Brinkett and Strom, and they would fly. I was gonna say those are that those we've got a very very small team at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, that would definitely be an option if uh, if New Jersey was not doing well in the goaltending category. But yeah. I'm sure they probably want to get rid of a goalie too. So probably, have to probably. who probably. knows? And I don't want to be stuck with Corey Schneider. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, we got some writing fine, huh? Here we hey. go. Hey, you're riding the pine pony, pal. All right, so we have three. We have one that was came in through Facebook. One through Instagram, and one through text on the Bender's Hotline. Which one Woo! do you guys want first? Yeah, killing the social game. Uh, fa- Facebook, because I I know who sent it in, but I couldn't see the question, and it's killing me. <laughs> All right, Facebook. <clears throat> Coach Joe of the Sandberg Eagles here, longtime listener. Thank you for taking my question. Everyone knows I'm an equipment whore. In your opinion, what is the greatest improvement to hockey equipment for your position? Of all time, like what? I I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. 
<laughs> the goal but, but, uh, probably uh, the I, I, I don't know. I think I would say maybe like like what how it's improved for us playing, like our playing like, days. Since we started. Yeah. I actually, I've got a really good one. Uh, the plastic cowling on the skates are now gone for goalies. I just moved to that skate. Holy cow. What a difference, Tanner. Yeah, the, those boot, are... the boot That's... is now so much harder on the outside. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, to where it's, it's virtually the same thing, but the cowling is gone, and you're not sliding out the whole time, and you get such a, a better push, Tanner. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm all in. That, that's a really it's, good. Just looks like a regular like skate. I mean, but gold. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah but, that's a really okay. good for goalie. They're so much lighter now too, and like you can actually. Yeah. Like, they have the like the quick trigger I, for the changing out the. Steel I remember a, a while ago they were putting like a little blade on the cowling on the inside and on like the inside yes. that he would catch. I remember that. And that was like, yeah, let's. Make sure you don't cut anybody. <laughs> yeah. fucking, like two separate blades on your fucking skate. Noli, Matt Waters had that on his. Oh. Do you remember that? No. No, he. I'm. I think it was Matt Waters. I'm pretty sure it was him. Um. Honestly, the best innovation ever was the T blade. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely stuck around. Totally worth it. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I don't even need to sharpen them. I just get new ones. Oh my god. Uh, Jerem, is, is yours the combo cage, Jerem? Yeah, the combo yeah. cage. Greatest thing ever. <laughs> what? Uh, fucking loser. No, um, I don't the know. I was, I was, I couldn't really think of anything. My thing was that I love the the ADV technology and the Bauer sticks. I was going to say, I was going to say, definitely the sticks. I mean, when we grew up, it was still wood. Yeah. One of the ADVs now, it's like fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, yeah, that's definitely one. But also, I was going to say uh, custom skates because I just got some. And the fact that you can get custom skates is just mind-blowing. And, like, true <laughs> – like, I know Ross has true skates. Like, everybody that gets true skates, like, swears by them. Like, Yeah. So, I mean, that like, that technology just blows my mind. So. Speaking of equipment, though, um, Tuesday I had, like, a company skate. And we busted out – we had a bunch of different sticks that we've gotten from players and all that. We busted out the O'Reilly Curve. Oh yeah, dude! It surprisingly fucking works. Like if it was if it was made in my like flex, I would probably yeah, fucking uh, rock it. You won the cotton smite. Yeah, like I just couldn't be, like looking at the fucking you know what I'm talking about, right, Tanner? Like that yeah. stupid yeah, toe. I know it's like the like the extreme toe. Yeah, it's like you can't take a wrist shot to save your fucking life, but. Like, I don't think I've ever controlled the puck, like, handled the puck better. Like, it felt like everything, like, no matter what I did, the puck was staying on my stick. Um, Going to the corner, you know, being able to just, like, drag it out of the corner. It's fucking, it's awesome. I, I always thought I was going to absolutely hate it, but I was like, fuck, this is good. But you can't shoot. Interesting. Slap, no, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all, it, you're, you're essentially relying on a snapshot, slap shot combo. Like, that's all you're pretty much going to have. To be fair, Jerem couldn't shoot in the first place, so it's really not that big of a difference. It's not fair. If my headphones are in, you guys would have heard me say that like 10 minutes Damn ago. it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Noli, please give me some validation about my goal last week. What? Give me some validation for that goal last week. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you fucking asshole. <laughs> 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 fucking clap bomb. The only, my only clap bomb of my life. All right. Instagram or text? 
Insta. Insta. So this one comes from the Instagram account Level Zero Heroes, who is one of the teams that we play in the Veterans Hockey League. Uh, how much time do you give Jeremy Colladin before he is replaced? Oh, wow. That's Jesus. Totally to the point. <laughs> Holy cow. I so I'll start. I don't think he would be in the hot seat at all. I think if he gets re- I think Bowman's the next one to go if the Hawks yeah. continue to struggle. And the only way I see him leaving at this point is if the new GM comes in and doesn't want him. Yeah. I can see yeah. that. Like with the with the season or the half a season that he had, I mean three quarters of a season that he had, I mean, team looked fucking great. You know? I mean, the second half of the season after the first part yeah. of the year. Yeah. Um I mean, fuck, give him five years at least. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, from this point. Yeah, I mean, you can't really be too upset with somebody who in their first year as an NHL head coach is a, what, 34-year-old, 35-year-old? Yeah. Yeah, he's the same age as, like, Seabrook. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, he had him at a 100-point pace. You know, can't really get too upset about that. He just, especially with the team, with the way the team was trending to start the season, uh-huh. in order to have it trend up, that's yeah. all good. It just sucks for him. He just has like the worst luck of the draw, just because he's following Q and what Q was right. to the city. Like that sucks. And you get yeah. fans that only know that, like they know about Quenville because they know about the stash, and then yeah. they don't, and they find out that he's not there anymore, and they're like, oh, like, and they could care less. But Compton's a doing great and the guys seem to really like them uh, you know like they're playing hard they're they're doing well so we'll see what happens but hopefully not anytime soon hopefully there's one more success before there's any more downfall yeah all right and then the last one that comes from our text hotline which you can call you can call and leave a voicemail and you get played on the show or you can send a text and get read the number 708 708 Nine four two four eight two nine. Is that your phone number? No, it's not. It's Damn. it's seven zero eight. Call Bender. <laughs> yeah, I fucking wish. I actually, don't. I don't know what that. I, didn't actually, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's actually what it means. I wasn't paying attention to the actual numbers. Um. So so the text is from an eight four seven number, and it's the one I'm seeing a lot today. Um, because it was on a bar stool. Um, You're seeing the phone a lot. Yeah. Um. So. If you had to clone one NHL player to play all six positions, who would you pick? Ooh. Sergey Fedorov. Okay. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's all I got for you. I'm going to say Marion Hosa. Dude, Sergey Fedorov is the best all around player. So fucking sick. You should see this. You should hear the stories about him, like just playing defense. And, like, I guess he. I don't. I can't. I feel like I vaguely remember hearing something about him playing goalie a little bit growing up or something. But he could play defense. He can play. He was fucking absolutely disgusting as a forward. Like I would hands down choose him. Sick, sick. Fucking highest paid nineties player. Gross. Noli, you said Hosa. Hosa or Sidney Crosby, just because I know he has the determination to do whatever the fuck he wants. Well, Sid too. Also, he dresses up as goalie quite often, from yeah, what I he remember. Yeah, goalie. Yeah. Um. I, probably Bobby Orr. Ooh. Yeah, Bobby Orr. I yeah. mean, but he his was knees the guy that. 
throughout the game. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, it's kind of hard when you're a goalie. Uh, otherwise, I'm maybe maybe I choose like Peter Forsberg. I don't think anybody would be able to take the puck away from him. I no. yeah, him. he wouldn't even need six guys. It's just him out there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, he's so fucking good. He was unreal. I wa- I would take Datsuk. Ooh, good one. Yeah. Just because I would love to see Datsuk and goalie gear just fucking dangling the shit out of people. <laughs> that would be the longest goalie mask I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> just the what about like American born player? Like who would you choose? Mike Madonna. Mike Madonna. Yep. <laughs> I I you know I'm gonna get chirped for this. I I gotta say Kessel. Kessel? Hmm. Uh, that's why, because he's so fat, you just throw him in the net and the puck just hits him? Well, that, too, but... Hey, if the, if it, the puck was a hot dog, you'd stop it. <laughs> yep, I got you. Ooh, there was somebody at work today who was wearing, um, like, the 1994 Ducks jersey with Korea on the back. <sighs> oh, yeah. Thanks. So I was proud of him. earlier today. You saw what? A 50 and 07 shirt. Oh, nice. Yeah. Danny Heatley. Danny Heatley. Um, yeah, so that it does it for Riding <laughs> Pine. That's about it, right? That's about it for yeah, Riding Pine. Yeah. Um, remember, slide in our DMs for that on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Call the hotline. If you slide into our DMs or text us, maybe Tanner will send you a funny slash sexual message back. Please okay. don't, please don't, please. <laughs> Hashtag give her a go. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mr. Give her a go himself. Yeah. All right, well. Hockey uh, team in NHL all that all the time. <laughs> I'm, oh. uh, I'm, I'm happy to be back. Happy to be back on the pod. You guys did a good job while I was gone. Not great, just good. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, that was uh, episode 68, the, uh, the Jeremy or Jagger. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Love ya. Bye. Follow the boys on Twitter at WCB Podcast, on Instagram at WCB Podcast, and like them on Facebook, the Weenie City Benders Podcast.